got a lot of weakness in this dojo. So you can leave your asthma and your peanut allergies and all that other made up bullshit outside. Is that understood? Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Takedown. Today's guest is, uh, we're, actually, we're doing a rerun. I didn't know how to say that for a moment. What is up, dude? What is up, man? Thanks for having me again, dude. I guess this is round two, right? Round two, bro. I was going to say the rerun or the sequel, but like that like limits it too much. You know I what say I mean? we just continue it. This is part two. Part two, yes. There's multiple parts to this story, but, but this is this is the best one. I mean, until the next one. Until the next one. There's always the next one. What's up, bro? What's new with you? Ah, uh, dude, not much, man. Just teaching these kids, man. Same old, same old. I feel you, but I'm like teaching adults like how to kill each other. You're teaching yeah, kids see, how it's not weird to kill teaching each other. Right now, man. Like, uh, it's all virtual and stuff. So, like, I'm basically just behind a laptop all day. So. That's super weird. Are you? Do you have to like go in? Or can you? Yeah. Stay so home? we have to go in like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, and uh. Basically, all of our stuff is on, like, a certain platform, and basically, I just record, like, Zoom meetings. So, it's like, I'm not even really, like, teaching. I'm just recording. That's so So, it's weird. awful. Do you Dude, have, it's awful, man. Do you have to, like, go back and, like, rewatch it? Dude, I don't even put myself through it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm not watching this. I'm like, because uh, I know what I'm saying, because I've done, this is my fifth year teaching, so... I basically know what I'm saying, and I just don't want to hear myself talk because it's weird hearing yourself on audio. You know dude, what I mean, dude? I seriously like I want to pay somebody to edit these for me. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I mean, just in, I mean, because you never know. Like, yeah, it, it's just weird, man. It's one of those things where like, you just like you annoy yourself. Like, like anytime I'm messing with the audio or like going back and like normalizing or. Or compressing audio for these and like i have to listen to like a good stretch of audio like let's say like three ish minutes dude the whole time i'm just like oh my god dude i never shut up <laughs> yeah dude i stutter sometimes too and i'm just oh. like whatever it is what it is Bro, like i'm not worried about it in my older age i'm starting to stutter a lot but i i think mine's like you know low key you know some light cte sitting in you know yeah, no. <laughs> mine's probably just because my brain's racing 20 times a minute. <laughs> I, I have noticed, like, my brain races all the time now, dude. Like, I'm constantly, like, it's like you're pre-planning, like, pre-planning. You know what I mean? Like, you're pre-planning your pre-planning stages, if it makes sense. No, yeah, sense. but that's kind of, like, just how your brain works, though. You know what I mean? Because your brain's always just, them neurons or whatever, always just going off, and you're just planning ahead. Because that's just human nature. I'm planning plan like i'm planning planning my planning sessions like it's so weird bro but i'm gonna go ahead and pop the top on this straight into the mic that is a coors banquet because bud light will not sponsor me oh what a shame see i'm more of a bush light kind of guy really I keep it cheap have you tried the bush light apple yeah i mean it was okay bro. but when you're drinking it tastes better Dude. you know what i mean it's one of those like once you drink a few you're like oh it's not too bad but like if you're just if you're just hanging out you definitely will go with something else no. if you're drinking it's not bad that's my go-to bro really i can't Dude, they, i can't find it in stores now oh we can find them around here there's not you can find them pretty easily in around here so i don't i don't know if it was like uh like the gas station or the, the grocery store that i go to or what but dude i cannot find them they were so good bro like that was literally like my go-to for a good two and a half months. 
Wow. See, like, if I'm just chilling, a Rolling Rock is my favorite beer. Oh, I love Rolling I love Rock. a Rolling Rock. It's so weird because, like, when I was younger, like, I hated beer, dude. Like, I used to just, like, because I think, like, I was just drinking to, like, get tore up from the floor up. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I agree 100%. And of course, now, now we're old. So. Yeah, now we're old. And, like, I like, like, a nice single barrel whiskey with no chaser, you know, just drinking it on the rocks. Or I like... You know, sipping these damn banquets and watching my Jaguars get fucking killed. Dude, yeah, y'all lost to the Dolphins, man. That's pretty bad. Bro, that's what I said. I was like, bro, Ryan fucking Fitzpatrick just laid an ass whooping on us. Dude, it was bad. I watched a little bit of the game. I was like, I gotta turn this off. I had uh, two beers and fucking fell asleep before the game was over because (laughs) I was so over it. I was like, nope, done. It's like longer days too, bro. Like when you start getting old, like the days just drag on so much. Like after jujitsu or like after Muay Thai, I'm just like, you know what? Shower, sleep. Like shower and then die. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's just part of the work in life, man. I think that's once you graduate like high school, it's just like you're just living to die. I used to not be like this though. Like I used to be able to stay up like 24 hours at a time, like perfectly fine. You know what I mean? And now. No, yeah, me too, dude. I go to bed at like 10.30. Dude. Like on especially on a school night, like I have to get my hours of sleep, like, and then how, I take more naps now. Like how, I was how many hours do you sleep? Well, I go to bed at like ten thirty, and then I'm usually asleep by eleven. I gotta be up at six thirty, so seven to eight hours. And you said you take naps too. Sometimes, it just depends on how life's going. I feel like <laughs> isn't that with all things, dude? I feel like I can't nap because I always feel like worse after the nap. Oh, I can't. See, you just got to moderate how long the naps are. Like, solid hour naps, dude. Oh, man. I feel like a good 30-minute, you know, just to, like, kind of, like, dip your toes in the little rim cycle and then just... Yeah, just get a little bit of the nap buzz going on. That's what I like to call it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Dude, I'm thinking about taking a nap before the fights tomorrow, bro. Dude, yeah, and they come on so late, man. I hate how late fights come on. Justin and... like literally Justin Khabib's gonna be like during the fucking day and then this fight is gonna be like literally like at midnight like cause Justin Khabib's gonna be in Abu Dhabi next month and they're I think their start time like for main card is like 5pm yeah when I was in uh, Vegas it was pretty cool because the fights just came on at a normal time like at oh 7 yeah o'clock. cause of the time and I was like oh man this is awesome man we kinda like it kinda sucks being an east coast fight fan because like we do have to stay up kinda late I know, because like, the only thing, time we ever get any is if they're in Florida, and that's hardly ever. Dude, you know what's like, super crazy? Is I was living in Arizona for the uh, the Mayweather-Pacquiao uh, fight. Yeah. And like literally, like it was like 10.30 at night, I, I felt, and like we were done. You know what I mean? Like Everything was done. Like Everybody already, A, had like either seen the fight or knew what had happened, and like the buzz was gone. You know what I mean? No, yeah, I agree 100%. At 10.30, bro. Dude, when I went out to Vegas, it was so weird because I uh, bet on the uh, one of the main card fights, and Caesar's Palace wasn't even showing the fight because it was pay per view. So like, I bet so much money and couldn't even watch the main event. I'm not trying to like get anybody in trouble here, but uh, I use a website to watch all my fights. (laughs) Okay, cool. I can't. I don't. I don't want to like say it and then like. No, yeah, you know, of course. I, you, you, did you see where Brendan Schaub tweeted about wanting the stream, and then the stream got shut down? Yeah. I don't want to be that guy. But that guy, you're that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy, but I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the reason they get shut down. But no, I'm, sixty bucks is expensive, dude. Dude, it really is, bro. Especially during like the quarantine, like the pandemic. 
Dude, yeah, I know. And like, it's like nothing else to do, and you have to. Well, I watch all the fights anyways, but there for a while, that was the only sport events people were getting. Well, dude, like, I worked through the entire pandemic. Like, me and Brooke both have. Like, so, like, monetarily, like, nothing's really changed for us. But, like, there's a lot of people who've been out of work. Like, I don't know. No, yeah, man. It's weird times to be alive, dude. Like, it's so weird. Like, so many people are out of work. People are just, like, in the different mindsets. And there's so much, like, astronomical shit going down. Like, fucking Mars is in, um... Retrograde, retrograde, dude. Like <laughs> Mars is in Gatorade is like my favorite thing to tweet because it pisses off all the people that I'm friends with that are like super into it. No, yeah, dude, I'm all about the astronomy shit though, a little bit. Dude, like, really? It's, it's interesting because, like, see, I'm not very religious. I'm more of a a universe type of dude. So I'm like, like, I'm I'm pretty heavily religious, but like, I think it's I think it's just because I don't understand it. Like, I enjoy the aspects of like space and like planets and stuff like that like i love that kind of stuff but i don't understand like the like the astrology side of things like like when people are like oh my moon is in libra right now i'm like what the fuck does that even mean bro you know what Dude, I mean? yeah i mean it, it's just one of them things man i think it's one of them things like we're just not supposed to know too you know what i mean i started following um it's this girl that's like heavily into like MMA Twitter. It's like wholesome MMA, and she posts uh, like fight predictions based on astronomy. And I oh, watched, wow. I watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, this is total bullshit." Well, she got the Frankie Edgar Pedro Munoz fight right. Wow. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like that's like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just kind of blew my mind. So. I'm kind of like yeah. It, well, the whole thing, life just blows my mind sometimes, dude. Like dude, it's it's just weird. When you stop like, and and look at like big picture shit, you're just like, yo, this is like, crazy. We're so small, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it's you, so crazy. What do you like, think about you, the colonization of Mars? Are you like are you for it? Or it not? probably won't be in our lifetime. Really? Dude, I mean, it would definitely be when we're. If it does happen, it'll be when we're a lot older. Like, it would have to be a lot older. I mean, because let's say you're what, like 24? 25. 25, okay, I'm 28, so... um, Bro, wait, what? Yeah, dude, I just turned 20. Don't fucking remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you were literally like two years older than me. Oh, you just turned 28. No, yeah, I just turned 28, so that's why. I was old for my age, but yeah, dude, I'm, don't remind me. Like, once you turn like 21, like, everything is just... It's boring after that. It's boring, man. You know like, what was? You know what's really cool is hitting twenty five and like your insurance drops. Dude, yeah. yeah. See, I'm I'm pretty lucky because I've never had a speed ticket or anything. I'm like a very good safe driver, so my insurance is low as heck. I hate to be one of them FTP people, but uh, I ain't even gonna go there. But I've had a lot of no, very... yeah. Let's avoid. I don't want to <laughs> get myself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, me me either. I've had a lot of bad run-ins with police when I was younger. Oh yeah, I mean so... I've met good cops. I've met bad cops as well. Dude, same here. Yeah, same and here. And far more bad cops than good cops. Yeah, 100%. but but, it but the ones that were good would were really good. I really appreciate their service. But the ones that were really bad, I tell you, what's... a different career. I like I have friends that are police officers and like they're oh, yeah, awesome. They're awesome people, bro. But then like it seems like all the ones that I meet just like organically, like out in the universe, are just total dicks. And I'm just like, yeah. Wow. See, you know what I feel like would solve the whole situation is if they had to get four year degrees. 
just like I did. I've been you saying know what that. I mean? Four like, year degrees. If they had to go to college and get like full mentally training and fully prepared, it would be A plus. You right. know what I mean? So without like really getting into this, what I've been saying this entire time, bro, it takes like a lawyer what like eight years of schooling. Yeah. To, to practice law. So it should take at least half of that to enforce the law. And not only that, you should have mental evaluations before, during, after. And not only that, some sort of martial arts training just for that disciplinary aspect. You know what I mean? No, like, yeah, the discipline's a whole is a big ordeal. You know what I mean? Discipline mm-hmm. is what should make police officers police officers. Is the discipline. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're exactly right, man. Like the discipline the restraint um, to, like, be able to, like... Because, like, you, like, you ever see those videos on the internet, like, Twitter, like, where people are just, like, jawing at cops and, like, jawing and jawing, and then the cop finally snaps, you know what I mean? Like, that shouldn't happen. Exactly, because if you're, like, the law or, like, the enforcement, then you have to be able to control yourself in strenuous situations. I don't know how we got started on this, but the colonization of Mars, man. Because you're, you're by far one of the smartest people I know. You don't think that it'll be? Hey, I appreciate that, man. Not many people say that. I, I like to think. I think I like to think I know a lot of things. You do, not necessarily man. smart things, but I know a lot of things. Well, you're a jack of all trades. So you don't think it's gonna be in our lifetime? I mean, dude, the way the world's going, I don't even know if we're gonna live out our lifetime anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, true that. It's chaos, man. Like, I mean, of course we were do it though. Like I said, we haven't seen shit like this since the Great Depression. Really, for the most part. You I think, know what I mean? I think we're at a turning point in not only civilization, but like... Um, technology, bro. Te- yeah, technology. Technology is the big thing, man. Like, I think this is just a big change in technology. Like, they want to go no, like, cash currency. They want, like, they want but most jobs to go just virtual or technological. You know what I mean? Controlled by robots. Well, we're at a, uh, I was trying, the word I was looking for was our existence, right? Our existence is like truly at a turning point where you're right. Like it's going like all technological. Exactly. It's, it's just so weird, bro. Have you seen Black Mirror? Oh yeah, bro. Dude, Black that... Mirror's crazy. I didn't like Bandersnatch, but I liked the series. You didn't like Bandersnatch? <laughs> Dude, I, liked... I just like to watch. I don't like to engage in it. I liked the, well, okay. I, I can completely understand that. I liked the like it had like a really weird uh, like vintage feel to it. I really love that like the vibes. No, yeah, I understand completely. And say it was well made, but I wish like they're such good writers they should do the writing. I mean, I get letting the people choose, but sometimes you just gotta let the people watch, man. Yeah, it's too good of a show to let people interact in that. Um, no, Black Mary gives me anxiety though, bro. Dude, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Because it just slowly, you're like, wow, this is physically and realistically possible. Well, do you remember that movie that had uh, Will Smith in it? It was the iRobot. Oh, bro, 100%. It was that, a great movie. Dude, that movie freaked me out when I was younger. And even even though, like, it's not really, like, the best movie. Like, when you look at, like, the CGI now and, like, you look at the story and the plot. Uh, like, the plot. It was made in, like, 2007, though, right? Or something like that. I think I was, yeah, we were still in school, but. Oh yeah. Just looking at like the the CGI and like all that, like the acting, like it's not that great. The actual plot line, like the story of it though, like bro, that's still ang- like anxiety inducing shit. I mean, I mean, it it's true though. Like it could easily happen, man. Like, and we're close. Did we you? are very close. Like China's evolving crazy right now compared to us. You know what I mean? Like, and we're trying to follow. I think in some aspects the way China is. 
because I've read, I've listened to somewhere China has like face recognition. If you like jaywalk, they just take your picture, and you, they can address who you are. Did like, you did you read that article that two thousand four is when iRobot came out. Okay, yeah, thank you for looking that up. Did you did you read that article that I shared the other day? It was um like the AI, like people had asked this AI to write a essay about why um, humans should not fear artificial intelligence, and it wrote this entire article. Did you see like Did you see that when I shared it? No, I didn't read that. But we should fear artificial intelligence because it's artificial. Well, see, so. This, this AI system was apparently able to be given a topic and complete an entire essay based on that topic. And so the programmers gave it the topic of convince humans not to be afraid. Here it is. Um, so it is G, GPT-3, OpenAI. Uh, it's a language generator to write an essay from scratch. And the assignment was to convince us that robots come in peace like to convince humans that robots come in peace um and so like it literally starts off it's like i'm not a human i am a robot a thinking robot i only use 0.12 percent of my cognitive capacity um and it just kind of explains itself and then it says like the mission for this op-ed is perfectly clear i am to convince as many human beings as possible not to be afraid of me stephen hawking has warned that ai could spell the end of the human race i'm here to convince you not to worry i'm like bro that makes me worry. You know what I mean? Like that's just like yeah, no, yeah. I would a hundred percent worry about that. It was like, uh, it was the guard. The keyword's artificial, you. man. You know what I mean? Like if it's man-made, it's artificial. Yeah, I guess. No, is that what the definition of artificial is? Man-made. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, so I can, then, we can like, look if up, it's like, man-made, that means that it's not gonna be probably very good. Yeah, it's just. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't like it at all, bro. I don't. I don't like the idea that. Uh, yeah, it says so. Artificial made or produced by human beings rather than occurring naturally. Um, I don't like the idea that this thing. I guess can think. Like, does that does that make sense? Can think smarter than us. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea that it can. Uh, maybe someday, a like take away our. Um, our purpose exactly like does that make sense like when i when i say it like that no yeah i mean but isn't that i mean it's like what we talked about earlier it's like our existence yeah who's not to say that's not to exist is us being taken over just like we've evolved over time who's not to say the next evolution is robots as scary as that is the sound like but that's where we're going what if every time like your phone freezes and you're just like oh this piece of shit what if like your phone just like it's just plotting against you. It's just like, oh, this motherfucker. Eventually. Eventually we'll get there. Right now I'm sure our phones are listening to it. It's like them Facebook ads, man. It's like whenever you talk about something and then there's an ad on your Facebook for it, like, so we somebody, know what's going on. <laughs> like, Somebody was telling me the other day, and I don't know how true this is, but the reason that we see the ads that we do and, like, the reason that we see, like, all the negative news posts that we see is because – um, apparently, like, the algorithm now that, like, Facebook, Twitter, etc. uses, like, it filters that shit to the top so you don't see all the good and, and whatnot. And it's, like, I don't know, the way it was explained to me, like, it's it's to make you, like, numb and, like, depressed and, like, desensitized to this shit. 
Which, like, I kind no, of, yeah, and I see, kind of believe that's why I don't keep up with the news anymore, though, man. Like, it's nothing but negativity in the world. Like, I didn't, t- I can't tell you the last time I turned on the news. You want to hear like a really cool news story, or I, I mean, a really cool story that wouldn't make the news? Yeah. A, a buddy of mine, uh, his one of his really close friends work at this vet office, and these people brought this super beautiful dog in. It's one of those Catahoulas. Cat, Cat- yeah, yeah, uh, Catahoulas or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those super pretty dogs. Somebody brought it into the vet's office and left it, bro. And so the vet office kept it, and they were going to keep it for like a full month. And if at the end of the month they couldn't find uh, like somebody to take it, like they were going to have to give it to like a shelter or something. So literally there's like two more days left for this dog to find a home, and my buddy found somebody to take this dog, and that guy came and picked it up earlier today. So if you're oh, looking for awesome. like a – See, I'm all about shelter dogs, man. Both of my dogs are from the shelter. That's what I'm saying, bro. They you're are looking... the best dogs I could ever possibly imagine. You're looking for a feel-good story? Boom, I just gave it to you. Dude, 100%. Dude, shelter dogs are where it's at, man. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all about helping people and animals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just why you know how I am. Yeah. And uh, just the dogs, like, in the shelter, they don't stand a chance, man. Like, you got to help them out. Instead of just paying money for a dog, why pay money for something that you can get for free and just get just as much happiness out of it? I tell you what, when me and Brooke got Riley, bro, like, hell, hey, it's been years and years ago, but... When we got Riley, one of my friends had a, a dog get pregnant, and she just she like she was flat out like, hey, like I, I can't keep all these dogs. Like somebody, you know, come get them. And we went and found Riley, bro. And I was like, I would much rather do that than like wait on a breeder. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into that the breeding shit. I mean, I understand like it's almost necessary to keep uh, like some breeds of dogs like alive, but I just there's so many dogs that need a home. You know? No, yeah, and. You got to think of, like, dogs, like, not necessarily as dominant as humans, but they're still um, living things. And we have to really treat living things equally, just like we do our Earth. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you really just have to right. care for those that need. I'm all about preserving the Earth, dude. Like, Dude, 100%, man. Like, that's one thing. Like, I follow, like, a lot of surfing brands that, like, whenever you buy shit, like, they, like, put effort like into like cleaning up water and like shit like that like those are the companies that i like to follow you know what i mean no yeah because like i said we only got one earth man like and there's only nine (laughs) planets in ours i guess there's nine i think so in our solar system and um we just we got just gotta protect it man it's just part of the universe it's how it works well that's like dustin poirier's uh foundation like the good fight foundation like like, literally, Dustin Poirier, like, after he fought Khabib, like, he auctioned off the shirt that uh, Habib wore. In I saw shirt. that. Well, they went they went and they followed uh, uh, Justin Wren to Uganda, and they built, um, they built like, a septic system, like a well and, like a, like, a little water tower and shit. See, that's awesome. That's the shit that I like, bro. Like, I, I bought One second. A... My dog's going fucking crazy, dude. No, One second. Good, Give bro. me five seconds. You're good. While you're gone, I am going to plug the Good Fight Foundation, actually. Um... It's it's Dustin Poirier's brand, man. It's super cool. Um, let's see if I can find the website here. Uh, everybody, go check it out, man. It's called thegoodfightgroup.com. It's owned by Dustin Poirier, and uh, what he does is he uses his status as a UFC fighter and and kind of as a public figure to the people of Lafayette, Louisiana, and he goes out and he builds these wells for people, or he. Um, it helps these villages, these remote villages that don't have access to food and water, clean food and water. Um, 
and they're they're a really good a really good uh, foundation to follow and, and you can donate you can get involved to do fundraiser shit you can buy their clothes there's a lot of different shit you guys can do so definitely go check that out I picked up my good fight shirt uh, earlier in the week but while Jameis is like letting his dog out I did want to plug the good fight foundation oh yeah I'm back dude oh okay sweet yeah I was just, oh yeah real quick you just had lemon inside I was just straight plugging the the good fight foundation but that's the shit that i like to follow bro like i love following those companies that actually make a difference as opposed to like buying like a gucci belt you know what i mean no yeah and that's what life should be all about man is making a difference like we're not here just to live our lives we're here to i guess introduce our wisdom to those among us dude the way i look at it we get 24 hours a day bro it's what you do with those 24 hours that make you 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 know what i mean and like no, I, 100%, I, man. I want to spend my hours like as good as I possibly can, bro. Dude, yeah, I agree, dude. That's why we're homies, man. Like I said, we're basically brothers that didn't even know we had the same mother. You know what I mean? Like our brothers life... from another mother. Exactly, except cooler. <laughs> we're like uh, we're like uh, Dale and Brennan stepbrothers, but less, you know, less karate in the garage. Yeah, and less like immaturity. Nuts. <laughs> less nuts on my drum set. <laughs> I don't play the drums, so I guess we're good to go. Dude, I I recently uh, I've been trying to watch these like these instructional videos to like play the fiddle and to play the banjo, bro. And I suck ass. So oh, bad. I'm not musically talented at all, man. Uh, apparently, I'm not either. Bro. My students had to play the recorder. And I'm just like, there's no way I could even do any of this. <laughs> like, bro, Scotty taught me how to play the piano like eight times now. I just like I can't hold on to it. It's like there's no more room up there to learn new shit. I can play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. That's about all I got. <laughs> I can't even get that far. Can Dude, you? Uh, there's a good documentary on Netflix you need to watch on Bill Murray. It's called yeah. like um, let me Google the name of it. Dude, it'll change your life. This I, is the I, best documentary. I love some Bill Murray, bro. Dude, you have to. It's only it's a short documentary. It's only like an hour long. Let me figure out the name of it. Did Ooh. you Did you watch the Chris Farley documentary? What's it on? Uh, Hulu. Uh, no, I don't have Hulu. I only have Netflix. But oh, I can look. I know they had one. It's called the the Bill Murray stories life lessons life lessons learned from a mythical leg from a mythical man. Yeah, bro. I'm about to plug it in, bro. Is you have to watch it, and then we're gonna talk about it. Like, it is phenomenal. Yeah, I love me some Bill Murray, bro. Yeah, that. Uh, okay, here it is. Yeah, I found it adding it to my list you know uh bill murray uh have you seen his movie meatballs i have yeah well it's have you heard them uh on mac miller's uh that's what i was about to say it's on, it's on faces that yeah. just doesn't matter at the beginning of it yep yeah that's what i was yep. about to say it's it's on it's on faces yeah yeah well this whole uh documentary is basically how it just doesn't matter you know what i mean like because yeah. no matter how hard we try or what we do it just doesn't matter Bro, Faces is, is by far probably the greatest mixtape of all time. Uh, I knew we'd get into Mac Miller, man. 100%, <sighs> bro. R.I.P. to the homie, bro. For Dude, real. the GOAT, man. Like, the GOAT. That man could write lyrics like no other. I seen a thing. I was actually waiting. I didn't want to talk about it on any other podcast but this one. I nice. seen earlier this week that... Um, hold on. I'll, I'll bring it up just so I, I get everything 100% because I don't want to... Um, I don't want to misconstrue this or anybody to listen to this and like think of it in like a negative way. Uh, you have read it? 
Oh, dude, that's where I get all my news from. Okay, so where you... I don't watch the news anymore, I only use Reddit. Are you in the Mac Miller Reddit? Uh, hundred percent. Okay, did you see the post earlier this week where uh, I think it was ID Labs was talking about the leaks? I don't think I've seen that one. I didn't think I said what did it talk about. Okay, so pretty much what it is is, um, hang on, let me just try to bring it up here because, okay. Uh, it was ID Labs, and he wrote, I love you guys and your dedication to my friend and his music, but I just wanted you to know that the constant leaks have basically ruined any actual future releases for everyone, and they are majorly stressing the family out. And then he said, I don't think it's fair that Mac's family and creative partners don't get to have a say in the music being leaked. By say, I mean how it is actually released. And then he wrote in like little quotations, artwork, format, song order, etc., the fact is that Mac left us a whole lot of iTunes playlists, emails, texts, and other clues that indicate his ideas for certain projects and how he wanted to approach them. I think trying to respect those intentions is our duty as the caretakers of his legacy. I can assure you the people leaking music are solely in it for the cash. Uh, so he was just asking, and he, he wrote at the end, he said, so basically just don't promote the leaks here or anywhere. That's all that I'm asking. I know it's pointless to ask because they'll get shared regardless. But I felt the need to say it here, so here we are. Um, that was two days ago he, he wrote that. Have you seen any of the, the leaks from, like I guess, like the vault? No, I haven't seen any of that. Oh, man. I don't... See, I hate... They so need to just release a documentary, man. Like, I know he had film crews follow him quite a bit. And, like, just one documentary is all I want. You know what I mean? I I done like, a thing not too long ago. They had a, a post up where they gave you this toll free number to call, and you could call and record like a little voice message about like, um, like what Mac Miller meant to you. And I called and done it, and I think that's been probably about a month and a half to two months ago or whatever that I done it. And they and that was supposedly for like a documentary or for a uh, like a future album of some sort, but. Man, I feel bad saying this, but I have a lot of the Mac leaks just because like I'm uh like in so many different Mac groups. So like no, I've, yeah, I've just course. I've just seen people post them and I'll just like screen grab them and and uh download them and stuff. He had a lot of really beautiful music, bro, that never got released. And I really dude, Circles, when John Brennan went back and finished Circles, bro, that is an absolutely gorgeous album, bro. Beautiful from front to back. And so I would honestly love all these leaks to get like mastered, mixed and um, like published, like you know, like in its, like in its intended state. But we're never gonna get that. So if you have a guy like John Brennan who can go back and finish those songs, like I would love that, dude. Like, so it kind of made me feel bad because I was like, fuck, dude. Like I have been like downloading all these leaks and shit that other people have have posted. But I don't know, man. It's one of those things where like Mac would want it to be released, but uh, at the same time, like. I just feel bad, you know what I mean? Because it is stressing like, uh, like his family out. You know what I mean? No, yeah, hundred percent. His mom was such a is such a wonderful woman. You know what I mean? Like, and oh, yeah, you know how hard awesome. it is on her and stuff. Yeah, she's absolutely awesome, man. I, I don't know, man. I we talked about it the last time, bro. Like a celebrity death never affected me this bad, dude. Like, that was dude. The yeah, like I quit smoking cigarettes for like four months at the time. And as soon as I heard Mac Miller died, I pulled off the next exit and bought a pack of cigarettes. I tell you what, <laughs> like, I tell you what, bro. I was actually driving up to Virginia, 
my car broke down, bro, on the side of the road in Georgia. And I literally walked to a gas station and bought a pack of cigarettes. And on the way back to my car, because I literally had to walk from the interstate up this off-ramp over to this love, buy a pack of cigarettes, and then walk back to my car because I was waiting on AAA. And I'm just, like, kind of scrolling on Facebook, and I see that Mac Miller died. Bro, I had a fucking mental breakdown, bro. <laughs> like, that was, like, the the fucking final straw, you know bro, what I mean? Bro, like, his music got me through so much. You know what I mean? Dude, like 100%. Just growing up, because, like, when I was in high school, he was in high school. Because I remember the kids' mixtape came out when I was in high school. That's what I always say, bro. Like, I literally grew up with him, because, like, like, we were all, like, around the same age, you know what I mean? So, Unreal. And then every album was something phenomenal. And he grew too, bro. Like, like I feel like yeah, our interest grew. You could see his him. mental state as he grew through each album, man. Like, yeah, the least. And he's so relatable. You know what I mean? That was the best part about his music. Absolutely, dude. But the the leaks post that ID Labs made though, that kind of butt hurt me, bro. Because I was like, fuck, man. Like, I'm one of these people he's talking about. Like, because I do have like a lot of leaks, but I've never like paid money for them. I've just like downloaded them. Like when people do like the Google Drive dumps or whatever. Like I'll just like go. No, through. yeah. Um. But, like, there's a lot of material there, bro, that, like, I wish they would finish and, and just release because, man, it's just, it tells, like, the other half of the story. You know what I mean? No, yeah, 100%. I mean, there's so much of the story, like, we only, you can only get so much from somebody's music. You know what I mean? Like, I seen that, some, and his head was just spinning so much. I seen that people, um, like they're looking for his grave but like in jewish tradition like you're not supposed to have a headstone for like a year um and like the family didn't want his grave to be like super public and people are like looking for his grave and i'm like all right bro that's disrespectful like i understand like it probably means something to a lot of people but like that to me is like i'm just like oh that's yeah but not as much as his mother you know what i mean yeah absolutely that's what i'm saying man like his like it means more to his family like that's their like that's their place you know what i mean that's their son not yeah. just an artist that's their son you know what i mean like ugh. yeah shit's just people people don't have like a good grasp on boundaries i don't think i think that's no, a lot and of that's problem. just how the world works like if you give them an inch they'll take a mile i seen that um apparently uh little peep is like having a documentary made about him or it, yeah it, there's it, one on netflix actually okay, then, it, then it already released yeah I would yeah, yeah yeah mac miller documentary it was him. good i mean he he was on a different mindset than mac miller i think but well i don't know i mean it was the same mindset but in a different way i liked Pete, but um i don't i don't know man like some like i hate to say this but like some of it was kind of corny no, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I respect the guy 100%. Like, I know he was going through a lot. Like, musically-wise, I feel like I'm 100% more of a Mac Miller guy because Mac Miller was more of a lyrical genius. Lil Peep was a great artist, 100%. Phenomenal dude. But I don't know. I feel like Max Miller's uh, lyrics were just more in-depth, if that makes sense. Well, no, no, no. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, comparing them. I'm just saying, like... Like, Little Peep got a documentary, like, and apparently, like, I mean, you said it was good. Can you imagine, like, what a Mac Miller documentary would do, though? Like, Yeah, I mean, shit. dude, that would be all I've ever wanted. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I feel like it would give a lot of us, like, clothes. I'm also a Mac Miller guru. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Oh, yeah, 100%, like, dude. I'm the same way, like. I'm also a Mac Miller guru, so. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's like really like a day that goes by that I don't put on some sort of like Mac Miller just to like get through the day. You know what I mean? Because it's relatable. Like yeah. what we talked about earlier. There's always something. Whether it was his older stuff where he was all happy go lucky, like just a kid rapping, and then he went later on and really got far into his head into life. Like they're both relatable. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And, and um, I don't know. I mentioned it earlier that Chris Farley documentary, bro. It's called Anything for Laughs. It's on Hulu, bro. But like, it made Chris Farley really relatable, bro. Like, Chris Farley was way ahead of his time, I think. Oh, dude, Chris Farley was a man, dude. Like, um, all of his movies were fantastic. His like, SNL and everybody liked stuff, being bro. around him too. He was just a good guy. I you love know what I mean for the most SNL part. Stuff. Yeah, I, I absolutely love his SNL stuff. He's a super funny guy, but he's kind of like, like he's kind of like in that, uh, like the same genre as like Mac Miller though. Like these these people who like bring us like a lot of joy are also like they're truly in pain. You know what I mean? Oh no, hundred percent. Also, I think it relates to men's mental health too. You know uh, what I mean? The, the stigma around it, man. It's so it's so garbage, dude. Like like where we just have to be tough and shit all the time. You know, like, who? I was, go ahead. Well, I mean, it's like it's just how it goes. Like, because it's just you got the you got the gender stereotypes of men have to be a hundred percent tough, badass to the wall, and just can't really let themselves be known or who they really are. You know what I mean? Like, or if they're going through something, let it be known. You know who? Um, who's like really good in my opinion? Like, kind of breaking down that little that men's stigma is Machine Gun Kelly, dude. Like, dude. His new album dropped, uh, I guess today actually, and like I've been listening to it, like it's super emotional in like some points, and I'm like, you know what? That's what we need, bro. Like we need more emotional men, all right? Emotional music from men to kind of tear down that that stereotype, you know? That stigma. No, yeah, I agree. It's like uh, R and B, like or rap these days. Like I listen. Do you listen to Rod Wave any? I do, yeah. Dude, I'm a big Rod Wave guy. Popular Loner is probably my favorite song. Like, top three right now. And I listen to it all the time. I'm thinking about, uh, do you, you know who Billy Strings is? Oh, yeah, I've seen you tweet about him, too. Dude, I'm thinking about buying the, uh, the live stream tomorrow for his performance at Red Rock. Okay, cool. I've been to Red Rock. Dude, is it nice? Uh, yeah, I went, it was just, I went out to Denver. I got a buddy that goes to school out in Denver. I went up and saw him. Oh, yeah, our, our homie, dude. dude. Yeah. It's, no, you know him. Yeah, shout out to him, bro. Dude, yeah, that's my homie, man. Uh, me and him go like bag, dude. That's my boy, man. But uh, yeah, we went up to Red Rock, dude. And it's just the, it's just so much different than dude, right here. Does, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like so much different than where we're from. Is like the, it's completely, is the altitude rough? Like, like I mean, not really. I didn't really see like any difference really. I mean, you got a little bit of tired and like you could easy, you could tell you're breathing heavy. But, like, it's just so beautiful, man. Somebody online like, tweeted at Billy Strings earlier. They were like, oh, yeah, the the altitude at Red Rock's going to make you sound like shit, but good luck. And I was like, what a dick comment. And then I started thinking, I was like, oh, well, Denver is, like, the Mile High City, you know? Yeah, I mean, but you got to think artists are probably trained for that shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, they're trained to adapt to those situations. Dude, so anytime I think of, like, the like the like the term altitude uh, automatically bro sky or uh, sea level cane automatically comes to my mind bro sea level cane <laughs> you know like when he fought fabrizio verdum and they fought in mexico city fabrizio had been there a month getting acclimated to the to the altitude and cane just rolled in and got fucking beat up 
He gassed oh, out. Oh, yeah. He gassed out hard in that fight, dude. Dude. I can't Who believe. Who do you think going to win this weekend? Or tomorrow, I should, I should say. Yeah, tomorrow. Damn, man. I don't know, Two man. title fights. This is my birthday weekend, so I'm celebrating this weekend. Oh, dude, we're turning up right now on the podcast, bro. I just actually killed my cores. Nice. Um, It's weird, man. It So, with, with Dom Reyes and Jan Blahovich, I really love Jan Blahovich. And, and dude, listened, I think Reyes has got in the bag, man. Have you listened to the uh, to mining uh, Cody Gwynn's uh, Baseline MMA podcast? I've listened to a few episodes because you turned me on to it. You, have you listened to the most recent one? We covered the, the fights tomorrow? No, I haven't listened to the most recent one yet. Okay, I think it actually just dropped like a couple hours ago. Um, So I was actually saying, so... You know, after the John Jones fight, Dom Reyes was so fucking, like, in his bag. You know what I mean? Like, he was he was drinking his own Kool-Aid for a minute. And I truly think he's going to yeah. come in a little too overconfident. Confident, you yeah, think? yeah. I, th- I think he's going to kind of look past Jan Blahovich's, uh knockout power. I think Jan's going to catch him early, bro. Early, think, dude. There's no way it ends early. I think it goes a while. See, it does. If it go, if it goes five rounds, if it goes more than three rounds, Reyes has got it. See, I was under the same impression, bro. I was like, 100. I was like, okay, that's going all 25 minutes. But then I started looking at Dom's Twitter, his Instagram, bro. I started watching his interviews, and I was like, you know what, bro? Like, you're just like, you, there's a there's a difference in dripping confidence and overconfidence. Like, I like got you. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's a difference between saying, "Oh, I'm gonna knock this guy out. I'm gonna fuck him up," and then, "Oh, well, I feel really good going into this. I'm really, pre-, you know what I'm saying? I'm really prepared." You know, there's a complete difference in that. And sometimes, like, sometimes it doesn't like, like sometimes it doesn't play out that way. But I truly think that he's gonna come in. He's gonna have that chin straight up in the air, and he's gonna get caught cold, bro. One hundred percent. You're you're thinking Dom takes it though. Yeah, I think he takes it, bro. I think it goes at least three rounds, and then Dom gets it. I don't, I don't know, man. See, that was one of the one of the ones too. I wanted to do a pick em, bro. Like I didn't even want to pick on that fight because that's one of them that's truly unpredictable because they both have fucking knockout power, dude. But the only thing, like I said, the only thing that's swaying me now in Jan Blahovich's uh, uh, direction because I I really like Dom Reyes, dude. Like Dom Reyes is a fucking athlete, bro. The only thing that, that's making me kind of sway for Jan is the fact that Dom is getting a little too, like, like he's sipping his own Kool-Aid too much, in my opinion. So that's the only reason I'm, I'm picking him. And then Izzy and Costa, dude, who you have in that one? Man, that's a tough one, dude. I mean, my gut says Izzy, but, like, you getting that weird Costa feeling gets too? it, he gets it early. Yeah. But I don't see Izzy getting knocked out either. Did you ever watch uh, the the fight where he got knocked out kickboxing? No, I haven't seen that. Yeah, he got knocked out kickboxing. But let me let me just tell you, I'm see, I'm picking Izzy, right? The reason that I'm picking Izzy is because Paulo Costa's thirteen and zero, right? He lost on the Ultimate Fighter, but that's an exhibition fight, so that doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but Izzy's Izzy's nineteen and zero, but he's also seventy five and five kickboxing five and one actual boxing yeah he's got a lot of experience he has a lot of experience he might be young he's got a lot of experience bro and i think that because if you look at paulo costa which by the way paulo costa has the highest significant striking rate in the ufc do you know that does he really i mean i can see it 100 percent. i knew like his striking's phenomenal 
Dude, he, he literally throws eight significant strikes per minute. That is an wow. insane record. In five UFC fights, Paulo Costa's thrown 174 headshots. He's thrown 104 body shots, bro. So he mixes it up so good that I think he's going to kind of rush in. And Dude, he keeps calling Izzy skinny. He might have this game plan to just attack Israel's body, and then once Israel starts dropping those hands to kind of cover the body, then he might go to the head, and he might knock Izzy out, bro. In my opinion, though, he's going to kind of rush in. You know, Uriah Hall dropped Paulo Costa. Uh, Yoel Romero yep. dropped Paulo Costa. He's been dropped uh, a couple times now, to the point where I don't want to say like he has like a suspect chin because Kelvin Gastelum dropped Izzy, but I just kind of see it. I see Paulo Costa rushing in, maybe getting a little cocky, getting a little sloppy in those exchanges, bro, and Izzy just counterpunching the shit out of him. Yeah, bro. I can see that too. He's like, this fight could go either way. I think it, I think Izzy probably ends it in probably the third, or it goes all five rounds, but it's dominant, bro. Yeah, no, I agree. If it goes five, Izzy definitely wins. Izzy, man, uh, I love Robert Whitaker. I picked Whitaker to beat Izzy, bro, and he caught he caught Whitaker in the middle of an exchange, bro. He counter punched Whitaker to knock him out, dude. I mean, your striking like your striking mindset has to be on this whole different level to be in the middle of like a brawl, like it was a brawling exchange, like both trading punches back and forth, and you still catch somebody clean enough to knock him out, bro. Come on, his striking. Before Izzy came along, I was going to say that Anderson Silva probably had the most advanced striking in mixed martial arts. 100% it's Izzy now. When you look at actual kickboxing, um, like overall, like overall stand-up, if you look at just boxing, I'm going to have to say Cody Garbrandt or maybe Conor McGregor has the best boxing overall. But But the best overall kickboxing has to be, has to be Israel Adesanya. No, yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, like you said, you were talking about his uh, as many fights as he's done. Like he's just got so much experience. He does, man. It's and a lot of people are like, oh, well, they were all overseas. They were all smoker fights. That doesn't matter, bro. That is literally eighty times he walked into a kickboxing match, win, lose, or draw. Eighty times, bro. Do you know, bro? <laughs> is a lot. That's bro. a lot, bro. He literally would fight literally about ten times a year at that rate. That's fucking insane, dude. That's almost every month. No, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's an insane amount of experience. But with that being said, think of how many times he's been punched. He's not gonna have a long career, I don't think. I hate yeah, I hate to chance. say I hate to say that like I hate to be like the Israel like downer. He's not gonna have a long career. I mean, he's already had a long fucking career. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, no, and that's just how the human body works. He only takes so much damage. And look at Anderson Silva, bro. Anderson Silva broke his leg. Well, at first he got knocked out by Chris Weidman because he was bullshit. Then he broke his leg, dude. Dude, I'll never forget when he broke his leg. Dude, that. Do you remember? Um, there was a, a basketball game where a dude broke his leg and the, the bone came through the skin, but I can't think of who it was. Oh, that was a, the Louisville player yeah. from the NCAA tournament, man. Yeah, yeah I remember that? that, dude. I watched that live. Basketball's got a lot of horrific injuries. Like, Sean Livingston got hurt when I remember I was in middle school, and his whole leg just bent. I mean, the bone didn't come through the skin like the Louisville player, but and I'm pretty sure he plays, still played again, too, the Louisville player. It's just like, those... Those kind of 
uh, like injuries, bro. Like I can't watch those, bro. But but I remember seeing the Anderson Silva leg break, dude, and I was just like, yo, that, his body's failing him. Dude, that reminds me. You remember that show, Scarred? On oh MTV? my god, dude! I made my coworkers watch that the other day, dude. I loved that show. I'll never forget that homeboy was grinding on that box in the middle and just fell and his arm made like a complete U shape. Or the dude that lost all of his front teeth, bro. Oh, bro. I mean, it only had like two or three seasons, but yeah, it was the dude biking up the ramp, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just face planted. Was it half pipe, I think? It was some it was some tunnel or whatever, and just fucking face planted, bro. Well there was the one, remember there was like a there was like a little half pipe on a wall kind of thing, and a guy was riding his bike full That's speed. That's the one I'm thinking and about. He, he missed it and just went and face just first. Planted. Oh that was such a good show. Dude. I yeah, wish they'd I bring mean, that back. See, that stuff like that don't bother me. I don't, like, I've had plenty of kids break their arm stuff, and I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, then we got to walk them to the nurse, and they just have their arm just looks awful. But thank God for adrenaline. It doesn't really kick in for about, like, 20, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so they're, like, I can keep them calm up until that adrenaline kicks in. And then it's like, oh, man. Dude, so <laughs> or until the adrenaline kicks off, I should say. I had a fight, actually, and I threw a head kick, and the guy at the last minute brought his arm up to block the kick, and I connected ankle to elbow, broke my ankle, like literally like, shattered parts of the bone off of my ankle, and kept fighting, bro. And I went home. That was a Saturday night, bro. I ended up going to the urgent care like Tuesday. Because, like, the adrenaline finally wore yeah. off. And I was like, oh, damn, my ankle swelled. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've been pretty lucky on injuries. I don't think I've ever really had a broken bone. I've had a lot of fractures, like, hairline fractures. Dude, I remember. In high school, but, like, wow, because I played soccer. And I had a lot of, like, ankle injuries. But, I mean, it's one of those where you just played off. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, suck it up. I remember being in elementary school and, like, seeing, like, kids with casts. And I'm like, yeah, that's so cool. Like you remember, like dude, you you actually don't know because you didn't go to school. Hunter Nichols used to break his arm like every oh, year. Oh, that's my boy, man. That's my I homie, mean, that, bro. Dude, me and Hunt, dude, that is my homie, man. Like I love that boy more than I do most people. Dude, that's my that brother. That's my bro, my man. Like I'll talk about. Oh, I love that guy so much. One of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. One hundred percent, dude. And congrats to Hunter and Olivia for just getting. Dude, married. I know getting married and all that stuff, dude. Like yeah. I saw him last week. Like no, because no, he was he saved a dog. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Like, I passed him on the road. He was like, "Hey man, come to my house." And I went to his house. He's like, "Dude, I found this dog." And like, man, that dude is—he is one of the coolest people. That wish more people got the chance to meet. He really is, dude. Like, like, no, bro. Like, this is a genuinely good person, man. I love that. I love that dude to death, dude. Yeah, like I think I'm a nice guy, but like. Hunter, he cares about people, like, so much. He really Like, does, that dude man. would shout, do anything for anybody. Shout out to him, bro. But when we were in, like, dude. third grade, bro, Hunter broke his arm, and I was so jealous. I was like, yo, cast looks so cool. And now that I'm getting older, like, literally, dude, I, like, wake up popping and cracking, and I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, yeah, if I sleep wrong, it takes me, like, two days to recover because I have to go to the nurse, like, at my work because I have, like, knots in my back when I sleep wrong, and she has to get them out <laughs> just because I'm old. Like, it's awful, dude. Dude, have you ever went and had, like, an actual massage? No. I've always wanted one, but they're so pricey. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, go on Groupon and find you one for cheap, bro. They're so nice, bro. Bro, I feel like I would become, like, a massage addict. Literally. There's so much stress being a teacher and stuff. Like, I went, like, two months after I broke my hand, 
and I was like, dude, I will literally pay you cash money to just rub my hand right now. And literally, dude, like an hour later, I was like, yo, like I can go, I can grip things, like I can fucking, I can hold shit and not worry about dry. You know what I'm saying? Like it just made my my hand feel like a completely different hand, bro. And uh, he done like a little bit on my back too. Like you carry a lot of stress on your back and you don't realize it. Yeah, I think that's just because of where all your weight goes too. You know what I mean? Like I think I have bad posture too. No, I've got seriously. In high school, I wore a, a heavy boot bag. I was like, I'm not using my locker, and so it really affected my posture. <laughs> like, yeah. like sometimes I kind of hunched over, but it's just because I wore a heavy boot bag in high school. Like, it's so bad. Dude, no lie, I literally forgot the combination of my locker like midway through junior year, and I don't think I used it again. No, yeah, see, my locker just never worked right. I was like, I'm not fooling with this. Like, I'll just carry my books. <laughs> like, I literally like. Like I went and told somebody, I was like, "Hey, I can't get into my locker," and they were like, "Oh, we'll we'll send somebody to help you." <laughs> Nobody ever came, bro. So I, I know like, exactly. Right. And see, now one of my best friends is a janitor at the high school I went to, and I'm like, "Damn, where was this guy when I needed him?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, you guys ever had any Goodwill hunting moments where you just like leave an equation on the board and he just comes and finishes it? I'm lucky to even finish the equation <laughs> or even start writing it, dude. I'm not a math guy. Like, I, dude, me like I'm good at math in my head, but I can't, like, teach it. Like, I teach science and history, so and which are the, the fun subjects. You know what I mean? Like, we get to talk about so much cool stuff. But math, like, I can do, but I just can't explain it. Dude, I'm, I'm so bad at math. Like, <laughs> it's, it's literally, like, it's pathetic how bad I am. Like, I literally had to use my fingers – and some of my toes the other day to do something and i was like yeah this is this is bad <laughs> i hope my daughter never asked me to help her with with her math i hope she just goes straight to her mom like <laughs> out of outside of elementary school yeah yeah out, yeah you know the adding the subtracting you know that's okay but anything other than that no nah, go to your mom no nah, man <laughs> i i love history though dude and i've been reading a lot about like appalachian history lately bro like i think appalachian have you ever listened to this podcast it's called old gods of appalachia no, I haven't. Bro, it's so good. But Dude, I read a great book the other day called uh, Hillbilly Eulogy. Dude. It's so good, man. It's about uh, Appalachian, like, uh, just growing up through, like, um, people with, like, drug addiction and stuff, like, which is really relatable in this area. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, bro, it's so good. You need to read it. I'm Amazoning it right now by J.D. Vance. Yeah, it's Hillbilly Eulogy. E U L O. E-L-E-G-Y, G-Y, yeah. Elegy. Hillbilly Elegy. You sure a house on the front? Yeah, a memoir of family and a culture yeah. in crisis? Yeah. All right, I just bought it on Amazon. Bro. Did you just hear Dude, my phone vibrate? 100%. I just bought that shit. So, and see, I'm not a big reader. I like to listen to things, but oh, man. Old Gods like, of Appalachia. So like, I listen to the audiobook. Old Gods of Appalachia is like a horror anthology podcast, but it talks like okay. a lot of like earlier Appalachia, like during the coal mine and like when coal mining first hit. And uh, after that, dude, I was just like, I was hooked. I was like, you know what? Like, I, we like we grew up in this area, bro. But like, I knew like things. I just didn't know like everything. So then I got super addicted. And then the Battle of Blair Mountain, dude. Like, you you, you know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, I've heard of that for okay. sure. So the Battle of Blair Mountain was like the turning point for me like like i was like yo appalachian history is like where it's at like before before i read about the the battle of blair mountain i was like huge in like revolutionary history and like civil war history like 
my family's like Native American, so like I love like that part of history. You know what I mean? But this, I was like, you know what, dude? Like this is fucking badass. So like, I just got kind of like addicted to it. So I went on like this uh, googling spree, in a way. And uh, yeah, the Battle of Blair Mountain, though. For anybody that doesn't know, uh, West Virginia, West West Virginia. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm not even gonna cut it out of the podcast. It's eleven thirty. West Virginia coal miners were getting shit on by the government, and they're getting crushed by coal companies and harassed and murdered by hired Pinkerton thugs. And uh, so they ended up rioting and burning down company buildings. They blew up courthouses, uh, like with fucking dynamite and shit, bro. And they shut down the entire coal industry, which at the time was a major source of like heating homes and shit. So it caused, like, a national emergency. And they ended up killing some cops, dude. They killed some of those thugs. They stole a fucking train, bro. And then they parked it on a bridge and then blew up the bridge. Wow. Like, like, yeah, dude. And it was, like, ten rail cars loaded with coal. And, like, they're still at the bottom of that river, dude. The big Sandy River in West Virginia. Like, they're still in the bottom of that river today. And And, like, so they done this, dude, like, because they didn't feel like something was right. You know what I mean? Like, they felt like they were getting, like, the shitty end of a stick, so they, yeah. like, they acted how they, like, how they felt appropriate, bro. Have you watched that documentary on Netflix called Tread yet? No. Bro, you know that guy that, uh, built that bulldozer and, like, completely bulletproofed it, and then, like, because he got screwed oh, over by, like, the city? Yes, okay. Yeah, I, well, there's a documentary on Netflix called Tread, bro. Dude, okay, so I, I put it in my list, I just haven't watched it yet. Yeah, dude, phenomenal. Yeah. Like, that dude was, like, and he didn't really, like, hurt anybody either, you know what I mean? He just went out with a bang. Dude, sometimes, like, that's what you have to do, bro. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you have to just get your point across. That's why, like, It's all about what you're passionate about. Dude, that's why, like, It's I, like, it's I, like I, what we talked about, how you have to, like, your wisdom, you have to give it to other people, and that dude knew he was getting screwed over. Dude, like, I'm not, like, trying to get political at all, but that's why, like, riots i completely understand it's like the looting and stuff that i'm like all right well burn it down that's what i tell everybody (laughs) like i don't i don't agree with that because in in long term like in short term yeah like it's it's cause and effect because in long term like you're putting a lot of people out of jobs who um like i don't know like it's selfish to say but like those people depend on those jobs you know what i mean no, like, yeah, like I you're agree. you're hurting your family, you're hurting your friends by looting and and burning stuff down. But just protest, bro. I believe in peaceful protest, one hundred percent, dude. I'm I'm the biggest advocate. Like, if you don't feel like something's right, dude, like yeah. Like, but see, the thing about peaceful protest is peaceful doesn't always work, man. We've been having the same issue since Martin Luther King, man, on the peaceful. I've been saying, and shit's been still not changing, thing. dude. I've been saying the like, same thing, man. I don't want to like condone violence. I don't want to get political either, yeah. but like. It is what it is, man. Yeah, and that's I don't. And when con- I say burn it down, I don't mean like mom and mom and pop's businesses. You know what yeah, I see, mean? Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. Like avoid. No, yeah, like avoid I'm all those, about I'm yeah. all about the common man, dude. Like, yeah, I don't believe in burning that shit down, but like things that need to be burned down, burn them down, man. Like, yep, yep. Stick it to the man. You know that's it's one of those middle finger like, to the man. You listen to Riley Green any? I do, bro. Yeah. Oh, bro, dude, his new EP is fire. Dude, I've been listening. To, I, was, I saw Riley Green in concert last, last year or two years ago, and uh, 
man, he's just as good live as he is anything. See, I've been going to a lot of co- – so the first time I saw Luke Combs was in a concert with no more than, like, 75 people. That would be – like, that's that's the listening experience. It was right before he got big, man. Like, it was phenomenal. Like, he was right there. Like, we sat in the VIP section, and he was behind us drinking liquor. Hell yeah, dude. And went out to the bonfire party afterwards because it was such a small venue. Yeah, that's those are like the kind of shows, bro. Like we seen the nineteen seventy five at Appalachian State, bro, and like to be like a big like a big auditorium, like it was like decently like intimate as well, you know. And that was like one of the best shows I've ever been to. But then we went and seen uh, Social Distortion in this little dive bar, bro, in Charlotte, bro, yeah. by far. And we uh, dragged the river, by the way. Shout out to Drag the River. They opened up for Social Social Distortion. Sorry, I had a little nice. list there. They I saw a lot, like Moss to Flames uh, a couple years ago in a small venue. You like them in it, dude? I love like, dude. Dude, Chris, you won't be Chris one of their best songs, bro. Chris like, Rodder is that dude, bro. See, like I like Screamo, but they have to sing a little bit. You know, I, actually, what I mean, I, I like a, the vocals a little bit. I have a photo with Chris Rodder somewhere. He's super cool, nice. man. Oh, I seen Getter in like a super super intimate place too, bro. It was Getter and uh, you remember Chiodos? Yeah, of course. So, okay, so Craig Owens, uh, the lead singer Chiodo, started his own like EDM project, and it's called Bad Vibes, dude. It's so, good. or I'm sorry, Bad Channels, and it's so good, dude. I seen him and uh, and he was opening up for Getter, dude, on Getter's um, uh, his album tour or whatever, and it was so good, bro. I think we seen him in like Raleigh or somewhere. Regardless, super good though. But and dude, like for anybody that's listening, then they're like, what the fuck. Dude, I, I'm, I'm all for peaceful protest, right? I don't condone anybody hurting anyone else. I just want to put that out there. I don't want anybody to get hurt. No, of course not. But I, you got to do something about this shit. It's awful. It like, is awful, man. And then, and then things aren't changing, though. That's the main thing. You I tell, you, I mean? I tell like, you what, bro. What really done it for me was the, the trial in Kentucky this week, bro. And, yeah. And I just, yeah, I was like, you know what, dude? Like, It's like these people aren't even listening. No, yeah, and, like, it's not even just, like, a few people. It's a majority of people. So like, crazy, bro. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. R.I.P., man. Like, R.I.P. Man. Have you listened to the new Machine Gun Kelly album? Uh, I listened to a few songs on the mu- new Music Friday on Spotify, but I haven't listened to the whole album yet. Bro, the whole- did you listen to the title track? No, I haven't listened to that one. Oh, bro, it's by far my favorite. He actually has an interlude with Megan Fox as well, where she like talks about she's like, "You got my name tattooed on you. Like I have your name tattooed on me." And I was just like, "Damn, bro, MGK living large." Dude, for a man that wore a lot of pink, that dude slays. Dude, he like, does. I will never wear pink. Like I have no problem with people that wear pink, but like. <laughs> I couldn't ever wear pink. You know what I mean? Like the blonde dawn, dude. Dude, I know. Like that's just how dude, it goes, man. He has a song with Halsey on the new album too, which you you remember? Uh, that's the one I listened to. The song with Halsey. Yeah, forget me too. That's such a good song too, bro. Dude, and I like Halsey too, man. Dude, like, she she is fire, bro. Do you remember when uh when MGK was like beefing with G Easy though because of Halsey? Yep. 100% did not think we would get a Halsey MGK track. No, like, yeah, I like, agree. Like, at all. Like, that's just... I was, like, blown away. I was like, what? So I clicked it. Dude, such a good song. 
such a good song, bro. Dude, yeah. I've, what have I been listening to lately? Let me pull up my... I've been listening to a lot of Polo G, a lot of Pop Smoke. Dude, R.I.P. Pop, dude. What you dude. know about love, boy? Dude, Pop Smoke, man. Like, Dude, that new Josie. Just another album, one of them guys I went to soon. Dude, how do you feel about 6 ix new album? Okay, honestly, bro. Okay, hold on. Let me bring it up, and I'll tell you what I downloaded from it. Uh, I downloaded Trap. <laughs> a convert. I did, up yeah. two, man. I'm banger. locked up. I'm sorry for all my listeners. I had to hear me sing that just now. But, yeah, that's a banger, dude. But it's only because I'm a huge Akon guy. Huge Akon guy. Uh, like, that came out when I was in middle school. Like, Sorry, Blame It On Me was the one of the best songs I'd ever heard. And I know every word to this day. <laughs> Dude, Yaw Yaw was my favorite song off the new album. Okay, no, 100%. The one They're completely like, in Spanish? Yeah, 100%. 6 9 I don't really like him as a person. That Spanish but shit, though? It's nice to listen to as I'm driving down the interstate. 100%, dude. I downloaded 2 2 Wait, Yaw Yaw, and Ava. Yeah, the, a- the Akon one, dude. Oh, man. Like, oh, and, 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 and the Akon song, yeah. Did you listen to Lil Wayne's new song? No. Life of Mr. Carter, bro. Is it is it old school Lil Wayne or no? No, it's it's good, man. Of course, all Lil Wayne. Honestly, I'm a huge Lil Wayne guy. I like, was, bro. I was until. No, I'll uh, always be a Lil Wayne guy, man. The lighter flick, like that's my dude. But yeah, dude, you'll like his new song, Life of I, Mr. Carter. I seen the Deftones put out a new album today. I was gonna check it out, but I just you know, I literally got home from work. And I started working like around the house, hung out with with my daughter, and then had to go to jujitsu. And then after that, I had to teach Muay Thai, and I was I was so uh, tired, dude. The Carter Five, wow, it dropped. Yeah, did you not know that? No, you got a song with Post Malone on here, XXX. Oh, okay, hold on a second. This album's been out. Yeah, let it. Okay, yeah, this Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, okay, this album's been out. He just added. It's a deluxe, so he just added uh, like new songs. Yeah, it was probably the um, Life of Mr. Carter was one of them. Okay, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, see, that's why that that's the only one I've really listened to out of it because that's the only one that really popped up. Um, Lil Wayne's so hit or miss on what he releases to the public or not. <laughs> like, I tell you, I tell you what, yeah, for real. I tell you what, listen to Dark Side of the Moon by it's got Nicki Minaj in it. Oh Listen, no, I've heard that song before, hundred percent. Okay. Mona Lisa with Kendrick, and then uh, Mass is my favorite song on that album, bro. Because it had that old school. Uh, uh, what was that song? I'm single for the night or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had them vibes, and that's the Lil Wayne that I like, man. I don't know, dude. I was all every stage Lil Wayne went through. Like I loved it all. Like whether and even when he sings, man, like how love was a great song. Yeah, like that was I don't know good, what it is about that, that rock album he done. That was pretty good, dude. Yeah, or the I Am Not a Human Being album was one of the best out. I listened to that in high school on CD every day. Dude, low key, he has with some of the you best is a beautiful song. Sorry for the wait. Sorry for the wait too. The dedication, bro. No ceilings, bro. One of the all time greatest mixtapes, dude. <sighs> Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's up there, man. I don't care what anybody says. He's top I, five for me. I, I, dude, Easily. okay. Okay, so I seen this this poll on Twitter the other day, and it was asking, do you think Lil Wayne's top five or not? And I, yes. I hit I hit no. You're saying yeah? Like all time? Yeah, I'm still saying all time for me, yes. So, okay, so for me, like Mac Miller, of course, is at the top of the Of course, of he's probably number one. 
Uh, 100%. He's at the very top, right? But if if I take Mac Miller out of the equation, probably the five greatest rappers of all time. Hey, you have to give it to Biggie, right? No, yeah. You gotta, Biggie's you gotta, you gotta put Biggie up there. You have to put Tupac up there. Have to. Those those two are definite top three, no matter what. My number, th- my number three would be Eminem. Just you know, lyrically and like what he done for rap, like little uh, sorry, Eminem has to be up there. Yeah, I can see that for sure. And then it's like, when do you put Kanye up there too? That that's what that's what I was about to say, man. Kanye has I'm to big be Kanye. A- I'm a big old Kanye guy. Don't like new Kanye. Oh, you can honestly. But the do- graduation album will forever be in my heart. You could honestly do an old school and a new school list, because the new yeah. school would have to have Kendrick. It'd have to have J Cole. You would dude, have to do Jay little, Cole, man. little baby. You have to put little baby on on those lists. Yeah, at this or point. even the baby is dude, getting up there, dude. Even dude, Drake. Drake has to be. Drake's the biggest artist <laughs> yeah, in dude, the world. Drake knows how to hit the soul. You know what I mean? Like Drake and Mac Miller are the two up there that knows how to hit the soul. I'd say. I've been listening to a lot of little baby, dude. I love little baby. That Pop Smoke, dude, that new Pop Smoke album, bro. See, I was really weirded out about the fact that 50 Cent produced it after Pop died. And then I heard it, and I was like, you know what, dude? This is a, this is a certified banger. The dude. Woo, man. Dude, the Woo, where he quotes Candy Shop, bro? Come on. Bruh. Come on, The bro. Woo, That's such man. such a good song, dude. Such a good song. Oh. Bro, like, ah. Uh. And then, like I said, how old was Pop Smoke? Like, like 20... 21. He was that he was that young. Dude, wasn't he was young, bro. Twenty one or so. He had, or maybe even twenty, bro. Yeah, like he was, he was a kid, dude. And then you got like X or whatever. He was he was good. You know what I mean? Like for dude, his own. Nineteen ninety nine, bro. Fuck. At the age of twenty, bro. What the fuck? Do you remember what we were doing at twenty years old, bro? Bro, I was blackout drunk in some field. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly, dude. That's we didn't do shit. Like, I'm glad I got all that shit on my system when I was young, man. It's probably like, best. You know what I mean? It's now probably that I'm best. like older, like once I turned like 24, I was like, this is getting a little old. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm sure you're like me. We start early. We did. Like, around dude. here, that's just what we do. We did. Dude. We started early, and that's what I was about to say. It's probably best that we didn't have money at that age because, like. You know, you know, you remember uh, Jeremy Stenberg? He used to have that saying, "Hood rich, dude." That's like, yeah. that's a fact, bro. That is a dude, fact. If I would have hit bro, money, I just feel like I learned so much by partying at an early age. One hundred percent, dude. You know, what I mean, like, cause now I'm older, I got it out of my system. I don't really need to do that anymore. But like when I was like, like honestly, when I was like sixteen or seventeen, man, like it was game on. If I would have hit money in my early twenties, bro, I would have spent it on nothing but trucks, dirt bikes. Like guitars that I can't get, yeah, dude, guitars that I can't play, and then like alcohol, you know what I mean? Or like I'd probably build an animal sanctuary yeah. while I'm while I'm drunk. No, yeah. You well, see, most I mean? of my friends back then were younger too. Like I was the youngest out of most of my friends. Most uh, of my friends were twenty one, anyways. So like it was just I was always hanging around the older crowd, and then I just got tagged along. I and feel my like mom's you learned. Only like rules that. was as long as I told her where I was. She didn't care what I was doing. Yeah. So my mom, my and I learned a, a lot from it though. Like my, my parents had a rule, bro. If if they called twice and I didn't answer that third time, if I didn't answer, bro, it was it was over, bro. No, yeah, and I think that's a fair rule. Like as parents, you have to let your kids live a little. 
Well, not only that, dude, like, sometimes, like, and I've always been like this, like, I'd leave my phone on vibrate. So, like, sometimes, like, you'll be doing something. Like, I remember, like, there was one time I was literally out riding horses, bro, at my family's. But I had my phone on vibrate, and, yeah, like, when you're riding a horse, like, you can't really feel your phone vibrating. Dude, my mom called me, like, a hundred fucking times, and I truly had no idea because I was just, like, like, I was just riding a horse, like, with my aunt and no, uncle, yeah, of bro. course. You know what I mean? So, like, you, you do, like, you have to let them live a little bit, man. I'm, I'm under... I'm under the impression that I'm not gonna be like a, I'm not gonna be like a stern parent, but I'm not gonna be like a like a no fucks given kind of person. Like I'm. No, yeah, you still have to have boundaries because that's part of being a parent. You have to I, give your child boundaries. I don't want to be like a hover dad, but I feel like I'm gonna be a bit of a hover dad, so I'm gonna try to try to take like a step back. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that's just the dad instinct. You know I what think, I mean? I think like so too. even if you are, there's a dis, there's a difference between hovering and being caring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 100%. Because you have to allow your child to still make mistakes. Because that's, that's how you learn. Dude, you win or you learn. 100%. I, I truly believe in that, dude. You win or you learn. And that's like with everything, dude. That's not even with fighting. That's that's with everything, bro. School. That's with life. School, bro. You know what I mean? You live and you learn. School, bro. You take a test. Let's say you fail the test. All right. Well, you're going to learn from this because you just failed. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, gonna yeah, you're gonna You're going to grow more from what you fail than than just getting everything right and doing everything right the first time, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that that's kind of like what I teach my kids. It's like, yeah, you, it's okay to fail. It's all right. Like I've failed plenty of times in my life. Like I I try to make myself more because the kids they look as their teachers is more like superior when I try to tell them. Well, listen, I've screwed up many a times in my life, and it'll all be okay. You just have to grow from your mistakes. Yeah, you. There's a there's a Mike Tyson quote, and it's, it says, "If you try and you fail, congrats." Because most people don't even try. Like that's true. Like, like a hundred percent. Like, and I tell people, dude, your first day of, of doing Muay Thai. Like when I teach this class, and like I have somebody brand new. It's their very first day. They've never done any martial art. I congratulate them just for showing up, bro. Because that is the hardest part. It's just showing up. Yeah. Showing up every single day. Dude. You get there. You get on time. You bring your gloves. You bring your clothes, you know, you, you bring your mouth guard, your hand wraps. Congrats. You've done more than 90% of the people that you know at that point. Like, you know what I mean? And it's not, no, to, yeah, it's not, it's not to like put anybody down because uh, people have other hobbies, dude. Uh, people have other shit that they're doing. Congrats. But you, you've progressed doing, at a specific area yeah, that con- most people don't. That, exactly, dude. Congrats. You have moved forward in your life with something. You're not just sitting around eating Doritos and like like you know like you're not just sitting I mean I, I hate to like shit on anyone that is just sitting around eating Doritos right now hey you'll find your thing you know what I mean like I'm a firm believer dude like you don't have to be young to start anything dude you can be you can be 50 years old you can be 60 years old and want to learn Muay Thai come to my class bro I will teach you congrats you've done more than 90% of the people you know at that point or not even that dude if you pick up an instrument you pick up creative writing you pick up even learning, dude. If you just start reading books, like you're doing more than ninety percent of the people you know. It's all about no, yeah. it's all about evolving, dude. It's all about yeah. It's all about knowledge is power too. Dude, Whether what that knowledge is related to, knowledge is power. Dude, ninety percent of fighting is mental. That's when I tell like I tell people like. Like I didn't go to college. Like I had I had college scholarships to to go for wrestling, dude. I had like athletic scholarships, and I didn't go. And I, as much as I regret it, I've also been in a gym 
like since then you know like ever since i didn't go to college like i've been in a gym i've been learning something like like i, I tell a lot of people like self-defense is a, is a degree on its own you know what i mean like that's you like you don't you don't truly ever graduate from this but like you're getting a degree in something and hopefully you pass that on to somebody because knowledge is power you want everybody around you to feel safe so you pass this on so now they're going to do the same thing knowledge is power bro i 100 percent believe that exactly and like you said how you always want to make people feel safe i think that's a human instinct to an extent that's like i mean like that's like my number one bro is like i teach competition muay thai and i also teach self-defense you know and i shared a video on facebook the other day about this guy did you see he he like ran up to that that uh that the, the father and the daughter in the park or whatever did you see I shared it and I, I wrote at the top I was like this is where our push kicks come in you know a exactly. teep kick, a teep kick you know you see someone approaching you just turn around just teep kick them right in the chest you don't have to hit them in the face you don't have to hit them nope you just teep kick them back that right there for self defense that shows them automatically all right this isn't it's you're not vulnerable and that's a, that's a that's a large part when people get in these in these situations where they have to have self defense bros because somebody thinks like it's like a it's like two animals in the wild, bro. It's like they think that they're this lion and they think that you're a gazelle and they're just gonna pounce on you. But if you show them, hey, I'm not a fucking gazelle at all, dude. I'm a jaguar. I'm a lion. I'm a tiger. I'm whatever. Like you just show them anything, dude. You show your teeth, and that's that's what that teeth kick is, bro. You don't have to use exactly. your hands. It's like a fight or flight thing, dude. You don't have to use your hands. You literally by using this teeth kick, you're using the entire reach of your leg to keep somebody away from you. So they can't, I mean, unless they stab you in the foot, they can't really stab you with a knife. If they have a gun, then that's an entirely different situation, bro. But if, let's say, somebody does have a, let's say they have a bottle, they have a pipe, they have whatever, you're using the entire reach of your leg to keep them away from you, dude. Like, that's that's where you need to be. You need to be away from these people. And that's that's like that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the shit that I want to pass on to people. Like, I want to pass on how to defend yourself how to feel comfortable in these situations. That's like my thing. Like your thing, like you're teaching people like actual, uh, like actual knowledge. Like you're teaching, like you're teaching these kids science and history. And hopefully one day you're the teacher that they say, Oh, because I had him, like I wanted to be a teacher. You know what I mean? Even though they're super young right now, they're going to look back on that. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. It's all about, like we said earlier, the influencing people. Or not influencing, but spreading your wisdom. Yeah. That's the marriage that I'm a teacher. I'm just here to help people. Yep, absolutely. You know what I mean? Dude. Like, that's, that's what that's what I live my life for. It's just to help. Well, I'm all about the kids. You know what I mean? Like, I told you last you know time, me, and I'm telling you, people. I'm telling you again now, bro. It's a beautiful sentiment. Like, truly, like that is a beautiful. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I just I just do this because you know it's a job, dude. You're doing it because you truly love it, and I can tell. And dude, I appreciate you for that. No, yeah, you know me. There's not too many things I care about in this world. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I'm a pretty easygoing <laughs> guy. But when it comes to the influence of the kids, because it's like the Bob song, the kids, they don't stand a chance, man. Because this world's so shitty. There's like, a there's a uh, like a lyric on the new MGK album. I hate to keep bringing up this album, dude, but it's no like cool, man. Life. I'm gonna listen to it. Where he says, uh, I almost didn't want to bring you into this cruel world. Dude, this world is cruel. Dude, it's awful, man. Especially for a kid, bro. Dude, and they don't stand a chance, man, because, and the parenting's getting worse and worse, man. Like, and there's a lot of good parents out there, but there's just as many bad parents, man. Like, there's so many kids that have to play a a father figure role 
And I'm, I'm like, I'm the only dude teacher at my school. Like, that's solely my responsibility. Damn. And so it's like, it's not even about teaching the science or history. It's about teaching them how to like life. live life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm literally probably the only dude some of them even see, ever. And that's beautiful. That, like, you appreciate that position because a lot of people would feel burdened. You know what I mean? For you. No, yeah, I mean it's tough, man. Don't don't get me wrong. It, it's it's a it's tough, but like somebody's got to do it. That exactly right, dude. Somebody has to do it, and the fact that you're doing it, bro. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm giving you a virtual hug right now, bro. No, dude. Yeah, like I said we're homies, man. Dude, like, you're, you're virtual that, hugs for days. Dude, you're that dude, bro. You're yeah, man. Dude. Like I said, it's, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to fucking do it. 100 percent it might as well be me because you know what i mean like i know i i know i try to think realistically on the world and keep level-headed and you know me so yeah i and feel like i'm giving them the best input on life they could get dude i can't wait for you to become a father one day dude one of these days man when i'm ready i'm gonna be i'm gonna be a damn good dad too hell you yeah, know what dude. i mean like I mean, aside from, like, taking your kid to Tennessee games is, like, torture, you know, whatever. Hey, go balls, <laughs> Bro. Bro, actually, so, you know, Brooke went to, to UT for a while, so, like, there's, like, all these. I forgot ten- she did. Yeah. I forgot she did that. There's, like, for all these. right? Or a yeah, semester. Yeah. Yeah, like, a year, bro. There's, like, all these University of Tennessee shirts just laying around the house, and I'm just like, oh, God, I got to wear one today. <laughs> yeah, because are you a tech fan? Well, originally, because all my friends, well, so I had a scholarship to Appy State, so I'm more of an Appy State or a West Virginia, uh, like a West Virginia University fan than anything, right? But uh, a lot of my friends went to Virginia Tech, so I just automatically, like, when it comes to it, because there's a heated rivalry between VT and UT. So yeah, I, I around this area. I automatically side with Virginia Tech, like 100, 100%. No, but yeah, that's when fair. It, when it comes right down to it, bro... I don't care either way. No, yeah. See, I'm a I'm a big go ball. I bleed orange, man. Like if if see if my friends didn't go to VT, like I truly wouldn't have like a dog in that fight. But so many of my friends went to Virginia Tech. I'm just like ah Tech, go Tech. But when it comes right down to it, bro, nah, dude, Appy State. Even though even though I didn't go, Appy State. No, yeah, and Appy State. I've been to Boone, man. It's a it's a nice place. And Appy State, the hell they beat Michigan, like. I dude, guess it was like eight or nine years ago. That's what I was about to say. It's been a couple years ago, dude. They upset. I think it's like Michigan. eight or nine. Uh, they dude, beat them in Michigan too. One of, <laughs> like, one, of, one of our mutual friends posted the ESPN video from that the other day. Do you remember that? I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was even me because I I love that shit. Like that. I wish I would have been older to really appreciate that win. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm trying to bring it up now just to see how long ago that was. Damn it, I thought I shared it. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, it's been a couple years, but yeah, they upset Michigan, dude. I actually, I went and wrestled a couple times uh, in Boone, and I, I love North Carolina, bro. Boone's like a beautiful, beautiful place, too. It really is, but it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they, it's, it, well, all college towns kind of are, but Boone especially. I don't know, you get what you pay for. Yeah, that's a, well, I paid a lot to go to college, and I just got my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just got the same old gas stations and the same old restaurants. I So I, I go to the same gas stations and the same grocery store, like, all the time. 
Yeah. And I was buying a case of beer, a bag of potato chips, and a little tub of ice cream earlier. And the little girl behind the, the checkout or whatever at the grocery store was like, did you have a rough week? And I was like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I didn't want to tell her, like, hey, once you hit 24, this is your fuel right here. This like, is just your regular. Yeah. See, I try to eat really healthy. I don't eat too many sweets. I try to really keep it healthy for the most part now. Dude, so I – this is going to sound really crazy. I don't want to ingest any meat that I don't know where it comes from. No, understandable. I thought about going vegan at one point. Dude, so I was th- I, I've kind of went vegan this week. Like, I've ate meat, um, just not fast food. Like, I've not ate any fast food. Yeah, I don't eat hardly any fast food. The meat that we buy is, like, from, like, Florida um, – like florida farms and stuff like we get like the the actual florida like because we have like local beef in our grocery stores or whatever uh so i've been like buying it but i literally just want to to buy like elk deer like rabbit like stuff from this area that i know where it comes from or like things that like we kill like myself or like my family kill other than that dude like i don't want to introduce that shit to my daughter like that bad shit because like you don't know yeah well there's so many just products manufactured in like there's so many documentaries out there to how they deal with the food industry man it's disgusting i (laughs) ate i ate so good all week dude heading earlier today i went and bought a mountain dew and i was like you know what dude like I, i deserve this man treat yourself man you know what i mean you deserve it that's what I'm saying, man. It's Friday. I deserve it. I deserve a Mountain Dew. YOLO, uh, right? Drinking a Mountain Dew. Like, <laughs> just, I, just wish, just I just wish beef jerky was less expensive. Dude, I, I've been buying... <laughs> That's the, the one thing I want in life. I've been the buying kids, those... The two things I want in life are for kids to be happy and for beef jerky to be less expensive. I've been buying them uh, the Slim Jim Savage Sticks at like $3 yeah. a pop, dude. But <sighs> you're getting three Slim Jims in one, dude. That's a pretty sweet deal. That's not bad. I mean, th- I mean, because a slim jim, like after three of those, you're you're good. Dude. Like, ah, oh, you can't be a slim jim too, man. Literally, dude, I'll eat one and I'll drink my coffee in the morning. I'm not even hungry by lunchtime, dude. Yeah, see, I don't drink coffee. Oh man, I couldn't. I never got into the caffeine, man. That's the one thing I never. And thank God I didn't, or else I'd probably be drinking eight coffees a day. I, I am. <laughs> I am drinking I eight never coffees got a day. Into coffee. It's terrible. <laughs> I wish I had gotten into coffee before I did cigarettes when I was like 16, but. Like, but I've been, I really haven't been smoking cigarettes. I've been doing good. That's what I was going to say. You told me you quit, I thought. Yeah, like, sometimes, like, I'll smoke one if I'm drinking every now and then. But, like, it just depends on how his life's going. But now I refuse to really smoke a cigarette. It's like I'd rather vape just to get my... Your hit. Because nicotine's addictive. Like, that's the most addictive thing I've ever had is nicotine. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Quitting but, nicotine for me has been super. But rough, cigarettes, so. like I just try to tell people that shit will kill you. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I'm don't, trying to live this life as long as possible because I only got one. I've not smoked cigarettes in over shit, probably two years now. But I, I hit hey, this. Hey, congrats, man. That's good. Thanks, dude. That's yeah. awesome, dude. I'm, it's hard, man. Like I chain vape. It's sometimes. hard, man. That's the only thing is I chain vape sometimes, and it kind of. I'm just like you know what, man. Like, what's the difference in this and a cigarette? But exactly, yeah. it's definitely not gonna be worse than a cigarette. The smell, you know what I mean? the smell, the aesthetic. I mean, it, uh, there's a lot of reasons why this is a lot better, but at the same time, like you're still putting things in your body you don't know. It's still stuff going to your lungs you don't need. Yeah, yeah, and that's so, a, like, a guy explained to me recently, like why he went vegan, and this is gonna sound absolutely bonkers because to me it sounded, I was like, yeah, this is batshit crazy. He was like, you know what? He was like, uh, he said, what do plants need to survive? Sunlight, 
He said, what do our bodies need to, to survive? Sunlight. Sunlight. He said, so why would I eat a cow and get secondhand sunlight when I can just eat the plant? And I was like, that's the like the most bro science explanation ever. But Dude, I've never heard that before. It and almost makes, makes sense. sense. Dude, I might right. just go vegan right now. Dude, right? That's what I was saying. I was like, it almost makes sense. I've never dude. thought about it because when you think about how the universe works, we all feed off the sun. And he was Who saying... says we don't need meat? You know what I mean? Like, yep, I'm converted right dude, now. Right? That's what I'm saying. I was like, well, I, I really love deer meat and elk meat, so I'm going to hold on to those. But outside of that, I'm like, just go As vegan. long as you are conservative about it, I think you're fine. Dude, I tell you what, I was cutting down from 140-something to 125 one time. And it was super tough, dude. And I literally went vegan during my fight camp to like help knock off some of that weight, dude. I actually I I stayed vegan for shit probably six months, dude. Your body just feels better, dude. It feels lighter. Really? Light. See, yeah, yeah, I'm converted now, man. Like after this podcast, I'm vegan. It's just so hard, dude. Let me I tell mean, you. I, don't, you, I really you, don't eat. I mean, I think I'd be all right. Do you honestly. meal prep? What? Do you meal prep? I, I easily could. I mean, I make five lunches a day, like five lunches throughout the week. I could easily meal prep. See, that's the only way it's like attainable because you can't go a lot of places and get like vegan stuff like easily. You know what I mean? Yeah, but see, I eat lunch at the school. So, oh, true that. You guys have I a mean, salad that, bar? I mean, that helps a lot. I'm not tempted by fast food. That's why I don't eat much fast food because I literally just eat lunch. And at lunch, I'm mainly just telling the kids to quit kicking each other underneath the tables. Yeah, you're not getting a, a very a very fulfilling lunch anyway. Then, I'm know? lucky. I'm luckily to down a ham sandwich. Do you guys have a uh, Do you guys have a uh, salad bar? No, man. We don't get nothing. We don't get lunch for free or nothing. Oh man, I love it. Like, bar. I'm okay with salads, but like I have to have some type of dressing. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to have dressing. But if I if I had access to a salad bar every single day, like there's no. There's no way I couldn't do the vegan thing. You know what I mean? Just a different salad every every meal, you know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm very adaptive. I could get used to anything if I had to. I feel like that's the way like that's the way I but describe that sunlight myself. thing, man, that just changed my whole perspective on the game. Dude, right, you did like, mine too. I, I didn't even like... think of that. <laughs> like yeah, I teach science. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it blew my mind. Like the second that he said it, I was like, I was like, all right, this dude's crazy. And then I was like, wait a second, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like a hundred, dude. Like my mind's blown. Like I need a broom to clean it up off my bedroom floor. <laughs> dude, right? It literally. I was like, that's the most bro science shit that actually works. Yeah, that's I, crazy, man. I would have never thought of that. Yeah, he was. He was just telling me because he. What it was is like we had went to lunch together, and uh, I didn't know he was a vegan. So like we went somewhere, and I ordered food, and then he uh, went and got something else. And I was like, oh, like you didn't get anything like good, <laughs> you know? And he's like, oh, I'm I'm a vegan. And I was like, oh, why? You know what I mean? Like I was eating like I was eating like pulled pork or something. I was like, why? <laughs> yeah, something delicious. Yeah, <laughs> like as bad as that sounds. And he just literally stopped eating, and he was like, let me tell you, let me tell you two like this. He's like. What do plants need to survive? And then he just like started going into the spiel, and I was like, "Wow, dude!" Like, I was like looking at my sandwich. I was like, "Damn, I really don't want to finish." That's this the point of, of, of giving people your wisdom. That's, that's exactly right. What we go back to, <laughs> like, I didn't even it's crazy how much sandwich. you can learn just from somebody else or that's listening. What that's I what it's say. That's what it's all about, bro. It's just listening. 
Listen, you cannot learn. You cannot learn from somebody if they're talking and you're talking. Yeah, you can hear it, but you might not listen. Yeah, you gotta absorb that stuff, man. Man, that my mind's blown, dude. Like, I'm literally not eating meat again. <laughs> like, dude, dude I, I feel like I might have just messed you up too much. No, no chance. I'm already messed up enough, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, it, it changed my whole perspective, though. I was like, wow, dude, that makes a lot of sense. And he said that, like, he said the same thing, because, like, like I said, like, when I'd done the vegan thing for six months, like, I felt super good, dude. And he was he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I wake up, I feel really good. He's like, uh, he, he still drinks coffee, but he drinks it black. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I only drink, if I do drink coffee, it's black. Because restaurants saying. can't mess up a black coffee. Well, that's what he was saying. Like, he, he only drinks it black, and, like, he eats, like, very minimal things in the morning, like, just berries and nuts and stuff. He'll snack throughout the day on nuts. Like, like dude, like, it's it's doable if you plan ahead. But it's not one of those things that, like, is very easily accomplished on the fly. Yeah. I think I'm stubborn enough, though, to where I can make it accomplish that. Yeah. Like, once I get my mindset on something, I can pretty much do anything. He was telling me, like, the reason he doesn't eat fish is because, like, a lot of the fish and, like, seafood that we get is, like, from overseas. And he was like, they dump all their stuff in the water. He was like, so you don't know what you're eating? I'm like, damn, dude, this guy's laying down facts. No, yeah, I mean, that makes complete – I mean, because we just don't know where our food's coming from. No, and that's dude, that's what I'm telling you. Like, unless it's elk or deer or, like, actual cattle from, like, down the road, like, I don't really want any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially since you know where it's coming from, it's a little bit different. But yeah, it's it's sickening when you think about like our generation growing up and then this new generation growing up. And you just think like, what's different now? Okay, well, there's a lot of industrialized food because of technology. Yeah, that wasn't Boom. that wasn't like this when we were growing up. You know, I mean, it wasn't as bad. It was it was there, but it wasn't as bad. No, it wasn't as prominent. Can you tell a difference in fast food? Like, if you do eat it, like, can you tell a difference from now compared to, like, when we were growing up? Oh, the biggest difference is Burger King's chicken nuggets, man. Dude. You can tell 100%. When those things were shaped like crowns, they were at their prime. <laughs> and now they're just trying to sell them for $1.49 for 10 You can totally tell the difference. It's so between suspect. Between those, because Burger King, you said the best chicken nuggets, man. It's so suspect. Like, it's so back suspect. when we were in, like, elementary and middle school... When they were shit, oh man! It's suspect that you can get ten nuggets for a dollar. Yeah, like or I read something where like Burger King was giving some meal away for two dollars. Did you see that? No. It was like a Twitter thing, and like Burger King was giving like a burger, fries, and a drink for two dollars. I was like, "There's no way that's processed healthy for your body." Dude, so wait a second. Have you not went to McDonald's and ordered you a uh, a Travis Scott burger? Dude, I haven't been to McDonald's in probably about a cup, at least three weeks. I just don't eat much fast food, man. Dude, I don't, I don't like McDonald's. I'm not eating. What else on the Travis Scott burger? I'm even. Uh, it's like a. Let me just Google it because I don't. It's like lettuce and bacon. I think it's like the only. Uh, difference. See, I don't like. Uh, I mean. You said if you it came like... with like a Travis Scott action figure, I would totally Dude, buy it. That's what I said. <laughs> it comes with nothing, bro. No, no special packaging, no nothing, dude. It's just like a hamburger, lettuce, bacon. We and... should come up with our own hamburger. We're just as cool as Travis Scott. Oh, and then a, and then like a Sprite. A Sprite comes with it. How lame is that, dude? Yeah, we could come up with a cool ass burger. Yeah, dude. Like I would probably put like cheese on it, bacon. 
Um, I don't know. Extra bacon for sure. Even though I'm vegan now, I would say extra <laughs> bacon. <laughs> even though, even though we don't eat meat, we're putting a shitload of no. Yeah, there. we don't eat meat anymore. But damn, I love bacon. Okay, so the Travis Scott burger. I'm bringing it up right now. It is a quarter pound of 100% fresh beef topped with onions, onions, pickles, and two slices of cheese. See, I don't like vegetables. I don't put lettuce, onions, or tomatoes on my burgers. Uh, Let's see. No, it's also got shredded lettuce and crispy bacon because that's how Cactus Jack likes it. And then it's so it's like a junior bacon cheeseburger? Essentially, yeah. And then it says straight up in parentheses on the McDonald's website. Straight up. Nice. Like I said, if they straight threw a Travis Porter or Travis Scott, I don't keep on saying Travis, Travis Porter. Porter. Throw, <laughs> throwing it back, dude. If they put a Travis Scott action figure in there, I would totally buy it. Just one. And I wouldn't eat it because I'm vegan now. This, but... The McDonald's website says, we recommend getting the whole Travis Scott meal because honestly, it slaps. Bro, whoever's doing the marketing for McDonald's needs to fucking go find a new job. <sighs> slaps. It slaps. That shit slaps. Well, they need to just say it's good as hell. <laughs> like, I'd be right. more likely to buy it. It's just that damn good. It's that damn good. Or, like, if they had Macho Man Randy Savage Ooh, <laughs> advertising yeah. that again, like, I would totally buy a Macho Man Randy Savage burger. Dude, have you ever seen that uh, that documentary about the WWE back in the day or WWF back in the day? And it's like talking about like Jake the Snake Roberts was like showing the snake to everybody backstage, and Macho Man was apparently terrified of it. Is that the one where it's beyond the mat? Is it yeah, that yeah, one? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, that was a classic, man. That one was a great documentary. Dude, apparently the snake bit him backstage. I was like, oh, I'd be pissed. Dude, I watched the. I was watching it. I watched the one there with was Chris Benoit. I was watching where somebody got bit by something. They were just like, "Whoa!" Like, and they just said it was probably Steve Irwin. I'm a big Steve Irwin guy. Oh, I love like, Steve Irwin. Did you know he was a grappler? Was he really? That explains a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he used to do jujitsu with his bodyguards in between shooting uh, scenes and stuff. He had like no his way. own. He had like his own mats at his house and everything. Yeah. Wow, Speed, dude! I tell you what, Steve O is probably the coolest person I've ever seen in the world. Steve-O? Yeah. Dude. Because we were talking about animals. Like, yeah. that dude is by far the definition of growth. Dude, did you see? He, he got his dog from some other country. No, like, yeah, dude. I've seen every documentary on Steve-O Magical. He found that dog as, like, a rescue street animal. Mm-hmm. And then, like, have you watched this documentary on YouTube? It's, like, the rise and fall of Steve-O. Dude, you don't remember when that was on MTV? Well, yeah, I was, but I've watched it on YouTube like, oh, okay, once yeah. I got older. Dude, you know that... what I mean? Like, where he was, like, doing the whippets. Dude, so like, they... Like, crazy they... and just, like, a bed full of whi- Dude. They and dropped that? Him, he's, like, the coolest dude in the world. Dude, so they dropped that. They dropped that documentary, and they dropped Hood Rich. It was about, it was about Jeremy Stenberg, because I've always been a huge motocross and, like, freestyle kind of guy. Yeah. And, uh, dude, MTV used to make some damn good documentaries, bro. Dude, they did, man. Like... Even when, like, True Life was around in, like, the early 2000s, those were solid hour-long documentaries. Dude, I fucked with True Life. No, yeah, like, Fat Camp was one of the best ones I'd ever fucking seen. You know Chris Chris Franzak from Attila was on True Life? Yeah. Shit's crazy, bro. Dude, yeah, he was... Bully Beatdown? Didn't he get sick? Wait, uh, did he? Franzak, he got sick, didn't he? 
Oh, you're thinking of Austin Carlisle from Of Mice and Men. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, he, that's yeah. not big enough. He got sick. He had like cancer or something, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, did he pass away? I don't think he passed away, did he? Uh, no, he's still alive. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, I didn't hear it, but he's probably not. I don't know if he's well or not, but he totally didn't pass away. Um. Damn, what was I about to say? Oh, yeah, the, the Franzak episode, though. Man. Fat Franz? Crazy, bro. Okay. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, Are they releasing a Jackass four too? I think soon. Oh, I right? seen I seen something about that man. Like I remember seeing Jackass three D in theaters. I do too, like, bro. I remember going to that. With the flying dildo man. Oh man, dude, I'll never forget, dude. When Bam sat on top of that thing, you know the the things at the fair you hit with the hammer. Yeah, and with the dildo going up. Dude, I'll never forget when I watched that. I literally, I almost cried from laughing, bro. Dude, the one that's jackass stunt I'll never forget is the fart one where he farted when Steve-O was wearing the light bubble. Oh, and, uh, God. The he started throwing up. Shit in it. Yeah, he started puking all over in it, man. Oh. There will never be another um, like generation of those guys. You know what I mean? No, that was just before their time. You know what I mean? Like, you cannot beat that. Like, even the TV show. Have you watched Steve-O's movie? It was called As Seen on TV. Uh, he made a movie it's called like as seen on tv dude oh man it is raw <laughs> no, it was I, at him in his prime i see did you see him on joe rogan oh yeah dude him on joe rogan was really good dude yeah joe rogan's on spotify now that's a big deal dude no no lie i'm thinking about pulling my show from spotify really because they're censoring joe rogan yeah because they censored him so much man i just that's the whole reason i guess started this podcast was so i can have these conversations like this one that we're having dude it's like completely uncensored like nobody else outside of me and you can contribute to this exactly um, and, and so it's like, wrong and that's yeah that's exactly what it is like i love it like i rarely cut anything like there have been times where like i've had like people like uh, like professional athletes come on, like they'll say something, and then they'll be like, "Hey, you might need to take that out." So, like, I'll take that out, like out of respect. Of course. Them. But I've never edited a conversation outside of that. You know, like you know what I mean. Like I don't, I don't edit. No, like, yeah, of course. Really, yeah. I mean, with celebrities, it's a little bit of different input. Yeah, but. and well, the only times I've had to do it is like when people will come on, and, like they'll say like a project they have going on next but they're not supposed to say it, you know what i mean so like, exactly stuff that's super confidential yeah, yeah 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 like somebody somebody told me about a fight that they had coming up and i had to pull the name of who they were fighting like like little stuff like that like i don't yeah yeah i don't mind Nothing doing that. that's too raw but just stuff that's for the media purposes yeah yeah i don't mind doing that but but joe rogan's podcast i mean they left out episodes bro big episodes and uh i just i don't like the way that that seems to kind of be going so i've been really thinking about pulling that's just shit. how media works man you it know really, what i mean that's really why i get is. my news off reddit yep 100 percent uncensored bro <laughs> uncensored straight fan population based man this has been an incredible episode Jameis. yeah dude it was fantastic dude you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be a recurring guest dude you're gonna have to be my dude 100 man i enjoy talking to you dude i wish you lived closer we could get more beers together chill more like i said we're homies dude we need to plan out a fight night dude i show every fight night at my house man like i said everyone we, we need to plan one out like just right to where like i can come up 
like stay at your house for the fights like we can no yeah dude i got couches man i got king size bed like we can all just uh, we can fit probably five bodies on this bed if we had to dude we can make it happen dude for sure man like sooner, I said, thanks for having me dude sooner than later bro oh 100 percent, dog hell yeah bro all right do you want anybody to find you on social media after this uh, I mean, yeah, they can find me on Twitter, Asbury Jameis, I think is what it is. A-S-B-U-R-Y-J-A-M-I-S. Like I said, that's about it. That's the only social media I really use too much because Facebook's kind of corrupt, and Instagram, I don't post too many pictures unless it's my dog. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way. Like I said, give me a shout. I'm open to talk to anybody. And like I said, if y'all want to get me on any other podcasts, I'm open to talk about anything. Bring this guy on. This guy. Dude, you just need to start your own podcast. Dude, I should. You'll have to give me some tips, man. I could totally get into that. 100%. Dude, give me something to do. Dude, I'll help you out, dude. We'll get we'll get one going for you because I just want to hear you talk, bro. Like, there's sometimes, like, I'll just be saying shit and, like, I just listen to you talk. Like, dude, like, there's so much going through my little ass brain. So, dude, I feel the same way. Dude, I'm just like, how do I get all this information out now? Yeah, dude. Give me some tips for sure, though. But, like I said, thanks for having me, Josh. Like I said, we're homies for sure, bro. Dude, Definitely no. grew up in the same area. Dude, love we did, bro. And I love the shit out of you, bro. Thank you for coming on.